Don't take chances. If a drug didn't come from a pharmacy directly to you, you can test for fentanyl by using a simple strip you can pick up at your local pharmacy. Don't take it until you test it, because fentanyl can be hiding anywhere. Fentanyl, it could be hiding anywhere, including in your house, including in your medicine cabinet, or maybe at a friend's house when you're hanging out, playing games, and get offered a pill. Don't take chances. If a drug didn't come from a pharmacy directly to you, you can find fentanyl using a simple strip you can pick up at your local pharmacy. Don't take it until you test it, because fentanyl can be hiding anywhere. Brought to you by the Georgia Department of Behavioral Health and Mental Disabilities. Warning, wake up sleepers, wake up woke generation. This is a fact check. Everything you're about to hear are facts, truths, and no exceptions. Everything you know, everything that you've been taught will be swept away. This is what they don't want you to know. Welcome back. Welcome one and all. Thank you for joining us today. We have a special podcast for you, the listener. Here is a Sunday best and all the rest, right? You save the weekend best for the rest of you. So here it is as far as that's concerned. And you know what? If you like truth, if you like to be able to feel the truth, to be able to not get the watered-down version of today's sermons, then tell a friend, tell two friends, and explain to them that here, not only will you get gospel truths, but political truths as well, and you will be able to see the big picture of winning today. I mean, take a look at these politicians. Take a look at the people around you, the local leaders, the religious local leaders, everywhere. Everyone has been infiltrated. And what we're getting in the bottom layer here, where the rest of us are, is scum. We are getting filth, and we are getting polluted day in and day out. Imagine if you lived in a house where everybody smoked and you didn't smoke, and you got secondhand smoke every single day. Well, that's what it's like. You don't do the filth. You don't want to associate with filth, and yet... You are taking in the filth with every breath that you take. Every single breath, every single living moment is surrounded in this apocalyptic time, in this time of darkness and shadows where the Antichrist is reigning, whether figuratively or literally, we don't know. But what we do know is that the influence of the Antichrist and the influence of his dominion have wide effects on everyone. And look at what they're telling us to observe in the media. We're getting bombarded by all these distractions like the weather balloons or the uh, spy balloons from China. What else is going on that they're not telling us about? Because if we're focusing our eyes on Chinese balloons, there's got to be something else going on that's more important to the United States, to our culture, to our worship of Jesus Christ than a few weather balloons that are coming our way, spy balloons or whatever it is. Doesn't matter, people. We are getting distracted by a media that shifts our attention from the truth, from where it should be, 
to a place where it should not. So let's begin this week by reading something super important. In Romans 9, verse 22, it explains what's going on right now. What if, he says, what if, what if is the very first word that is going on in Romans chapter 9? What if God is willing to show his wrath? So God is angry. And to make his power nor, uh, known, he endureth with much long suffering the vessels of wrath fitted to destruction. In other words, what if God is allowing all this garbage to happen? He's allowing it because he is already fed up. He's already angry. His anger is kindled. He is already full of wrath, like it says in Romans 9. He's angry, but no. He's allowing, in order to just make the full power, the full version of his power, he's allowing, he's enduring, he's suffering long, long suffering. He's suffering long. He is in pain. He is in agony for his children. Why? He's letting those vessels of wrath, those children of abomination, those children of his that are transgressing the laws, transgressing the commandments of God, making filth, pouring information that is from Satan to your children in schools, in public schools everywhere. We're not receiving regular education anymore. If somebody like me is teaching in public school, you know what happens to me? I get in trouble. It's, it's a why because I teach the truth. I never flinch once. That's why all these, even the good teachers, why they are letting themselves be manipulated and brainwashed into teaching things like transvestitism, why they are teaching filth, why pornography is rampant, and why the children are behaving like animals today. The reason why these things are happening is because people are too addicted to the gold and the silver of today. And so they're selling their souls. Don't get me wrong. Selling your souls. For what? For a paycheck. Giving in to the forces of evil so that you can get paid. And that paycheck becomes your price. Your gold and silver. Selling out Jesus Christ. Selling out your testimony. Selling out what you know is true. If there were people with a backbone out there, the dark side would never win, would never take over. But let me tell you, we live in a time when God is willing to show his wrath. When? After his long suffering, he's suffering the vessels of wrath. In other words, his children, children that are full of hatred, hatred towards what? Towards him and towards everything good. These are the people fitted, the Pelosi's, the Biden's, for destruction. Don't get me wrong. There is long suffering happening now. And God is enduring it. So what is the meaning there? What's happening is that many of us have been asking, well, why, 
why is God allowing all this wickedness to happen? Every day I see something new. Every day something is hideous, hideously wrong with the world. Well, if we realize now that God being a merciful God as he is, yes, but also a God of emotions, a God full of passions. And so Heavenly Father right now is very, another word for his teed off with the world. We are in a state of a complete, complete and utter abomination. We have surpassed Sodom and Gomorrah. And so now, as God is just allowing his children to become more and more wicked, way beyond the the entrail, the 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 finish line of Sodom and Gomorrah, this 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 being the in the scriptures, if you go and you look for abomination, the one city that stands out, two cities, they are Sodom and Gomorrah. These stand out by far. They're mentioned by far more than any other city. They are referred to time and time again as being the most wicked cities ever. Now, we've bypassed Sodom and Gomorrah by far. Now, how do we know that they, the people that are in control, the people that have the power in the world, in the United States, the world orders, the president, the, his cronies, people in the House and the Senate, how do we know they are these vessels of wrath spoken of in Romans? Well, you know, it's interesting because when we're reading in the doctrines of, in the Gospels of Jesus Christ in the New Testament, there is a section that Jesus gets tempted of the devil. And this shows us that temptation is not something that is our fault or that we have to feel guilty of. Uh, Jesus Christ himself was tempted. It's giving in to temptation that's the problem. But it's something interesting when you read what actually happened, because I'll read it now. The devil said unto him, all this power will I give thee. The devil's showing him the kingdoms of the world and the power therein and the glory of them, for that is delivered unto me. In other words, the devil has power, dominion over all this worldly stuff, the kingdoms, the glory, the power, that's the devil's. And to whosoever I will, I give it. In other words, the devil has all this glory of man given unto him, and he's the one that decides who gets it. And so whoever gets it is serving the devil because the devil's given them that authority and them that power and glory. If thou therefore will worship me, all shall be thine. So what is required to receive the glory of men, to receive the power of and the fame, the glory, well, you need licensure from the devil. You need him to administer the oaths to you in order to receive this fame, this fortune, this glory, this power. You need to be able to be on the side of the devil. Very scary 
very interesting. And these days, there are no more fence sitters. If you have decided to join the dark side, then you are in the world. You are become part of the world and you are required to worship and to celebrate the tokens of Sodom and Gomorrah. More abominable, more vicious than they have ever been in the world before. But don't mistake it. They're the same. What did Sodom and Gomorrah do? Think about it. When the two angels visited Sodom and Gomorrah, the very first thing that happened is they went in to Lot's house. Now the townspeople came demanding, demanding these two men to come out so that they could have their way with them, to sexually abuse them, to have their, they didn't want the women. Keep your daughters, they said. Give us the men. They fancied these men. They were new fresh meat. And the minds of these creatures was so involved in pure filth, in perversion. Think about it. If you've been subject to pornography and to filth for many, many years, your mind is in the gutter. That's the mind of somebody that is now perverted. That's the word, perversion. And so the mind of the people in Sodom and Gomorrah's times were perverted. They, they didn't think about regular things. They just looked, a couple of men, they're going to have their way with them. Sexually. Now, we see the same thing happening today. If you want a part of the abomination, you have to take part of the evil sacrament. You have to desecrate everything that is holy. You have to desecrate the Lord's, the Lord's commandments. So we live in a time like no other. We live in a time when the world has been compromised completely and there is no turning back. There's no way to get back. Now, besides, besides homosexuality, what else is the enticement of the adversary? Well, it's the same as it always has been, the drugs, the illicit drugs that your doctor prescribes you that you get from the local dealer, they're all the same because these drugs are being peddled now. You see, they're being hoisted upon us. Think about it. Every child in the classroom has to have Ritalin or something else, some kind of opioid to get him through the day, some kind of speed, something. Or this child's wild. There is no antics anymore there are just drugged up children and the children live in states that allow marijuana that allow all sorts of numbing of the mind why is this so important to satan think about it drugs 
immediately go to your brain, bypass any kind of filter that's in your body. They don't get weeded out in the liver. They just go directly to your brain. And there, they produce an effect that is unnatural, and I'm going to take it one step further, supernatural. They open up your soul. They make a doorway into your body so that the spirits of those that never had bodies are able to inhabit your body. That's the whole reason drugs were invented. The adversary decided one day that he would like to possess the souls of the children of men, those children that chose to come down to earth. How would he do that? The plan was simple. Create substances, illicit substances, that only he could make. Think about how intricate drugs are. You think man could come up with these formulas to take things out of the wild and create chemical processes. So complicated. Do you know what it is to make meth? It is such a chemical ordeal. This didn't come from man. The formulas were handed down by the adversary himself. These plants, these herbs, these medicinal plants that take your body into an altered state, they are forbidden fruits. And the only reason why they're there is so they can be mixed and produced with formulas that have been handed down from the time of Cain. You see, the the servants of Satan have always produced mind-numbing, mind-altering substances so that your body cannot be holy anymore, but it can be a gateway. Sound familiar? That's right. Gateway drug. Well, gateway to what? Gateway to another world, a darker world. It's very common to see somebody that's high on drugs being able to perceive devils and demons. It's very easy. In fact, if you if you've ever been around somebody that's intoxicated, even with alcohol, oftentimes you'll see that these person's moods and personality shift completely. It's not because the person is being just affected by the drug itself and that is affecting their personality. No. The real shifts are evident when they are possessed by demons. And so, the reality is that this world is full of darkness now. They are even getting approved by by the FDA. Over-the-counter, counteractives to the opioids and to the other illicit drugs that are being given to you like candy by your doctors. Because people are overdosing 
and and they want to they want to live. So they're calling them lifesavers. These reversing drugs that you can buy now over the counter, very soon approved by the FDA. The reality is we are being given as though these things help us. Drugs and other substances that we we don't need. The only reason, once again, that these are on the earth is to allow those those soulless, bodiless spirits to partake of the gift of life that they rejected. In the council of heaven, they were opposed. And those spirits fell. They were thrust down, down to the damned world. So, hopefully, we can rise above this generation, above this filth, above this destruction, above this wickedness. Because destruction is coming to the wicked and the judgments of God are coming first to Israel and then to the rest of the world. Because God will not have an unholy place where his people can dwell. And if the people of God choose the other way, that the people of God will be rejected and the stone will be in the original place with the bloodline of Israel. Now, don't get me wrong. Those that repent will still be called Israel. But Israel was never meant for a wicked people. Imagine if Jesus Christ himself rejected because he he was rejected of the Jews, but actually the reality was he rejected the Jews because the Jews became apostate. So if God himself, Jehovah, will reject his own chosen people and take the gospel away from them and give it to the Gentiles, to the Gentiles people, that's who the gospel got given to, the Gentiles. And to the Gentiles to carry Israel on their shoulders, then how much more quicker will the Lord take his gospel from the Gentiles and give it back to his own people? Because Israel has the covenant and Israel has the birthright and Israel has the promises. Remember Laman and Lemuel? My goodness, their, their blessing is forever. Heavenly Father will not utterly destroy the children, the children of Israel. Why? Ephraim and Manasseh are safe. One day, they will be seated back in the throne of Israel. That's right. And the gospel and the church and all the keys will be given back to the children of the bloodline. And the Gentiles, the Gentiles that have accepted the world, if they repent, 
they too will be Israel, counted as the people that are adopted. But remember that if the Savior can make rocks to be his descendants, then how easy is it for him to reject the Gentiles? The time will come when there will be a sifting and the Gentiles will fall with that sifting. Now, all the things we've heard from the prophets and the prophecies are true. When the Lord says, the Lord says. So don't think for one moment that just because it's the end times that the Lord has forgotten any of his promises, blessings, commandments, or doctrines, because all these things stay true. The only thing that changed is the world and you and I, right? We, we decided to go a different way. We decided to go another direction from what the Lord has always told and always said. Think about that. In this special Sabbath podcast, what direction are you headed? What direction have you taken? Have you sold your heritage? Are you adopted into Israel? Are you bloodline of Israel? Because you see, the children of Israel, children of Israel that has been scattered all over the world will be gathered. That is a promise of the Lord. It's not going to fall away just because the Gentiles are now in charge of, of what? Of the kingdom of God. They've been made stewards over it. But stewardship is not forever. It is to hold temporarily until, until the people appointed by the Lord take the rightful place. And until the children of Israel once again make a sacrifice, a blessed sacrifice, a holy sacrifice, a worthy sacrifice in righteousness unto the Lord. And at that time, when the Aaronic priesthood is no longer necessary, then at that time will be a great time of celebration, but a time of woe for all those hypocrites that have said with their lips that they follow Christ but are far from him. So choose this day. Do you follow Israel? Do you follow the Lord? Is God with you? Or do you follow mammon? And do you seek for power, wealth, money? What is more important to you this day? Keeping the Lord's will or keeping your position? Position of honor, of glory. Think about it because there's not much time left. Not much time to waste. Warning, wake up sleepers, wake up woke generation. 
This is a fact check. Everything you're about to hear are facts, truths, and no exceptions. Everything you know, everything that you've been taught, will be swept away. This is what they don't want you to know. 